Welcome back to the Morning Kick podcast. This is a replay episode from the live YouTube, Facebook and LinkedIn show produced by Excite Media. We encourage you if you're looking at digital marketing, website design, to contact us via excitemedia.com.au. Now let's revisit one of our earlier programs and join our guest. Well, good morning, Kicksters. Welcome back to the Morning Kick Tuesday edition. And this day, we're going to be talking to some experts about your website and the website hosting. You know, it's something that you may be taking for granted. It's a bill that maybe it comes by monthly, maybe it comes by once a year. And you know that you set it up once upon a time when you got that website all up and it was nice and shiny and everything was new. But now you've really forgotten about it. Well, Google's saying you shouldn't forget about it. Having a great website host is going to be important to making sure that your website runs really fast, uh, that you've got a smooth situation happening in terms of you need to almost be happy to forget about your website from the point of view that it's in good hands. But who do you turn to when you want to get your website hosting taken care of? Well, this morning, I'm really pleased that we've been able to invite to the show two experts from Kinetics. Now, Kinetics are a premier hosting company based in Queensland and kind of got their footprint all over the place, but offices in Ipswich and data centers in Brisbane. Jamin and Tim, really a big warm welcome to The Morning Kick. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, no, Andrew. Thank Thanks for having us. Now, you guys have got involved in um, web hosting for years, and Jamie, you've got a history that even goes back beyond the, the web hosting. Can you give us a bit of a, a little bit of a spark of history? Where did Kinetics come from? Yeah, sure. Um, look, we, we spun out around uh, probably early days, 94, 95. I went to Vegas, saw .com everything. Um, I said, right, I've got to get out of this computer game and selling PCs and putting them together. What am I going to do? That was the thing that sort of came back, started an ISP. Part of that was Kinetics, as in a division of that ISP. Um, around 2000, we sold the ISP out to uh, Telstra and Kinetics was born as its own entity. Um, and our whole goal out of that whole thing was really to provide top quality service to corporates and government and business. Um, and, and I think we've achieved that over the years and just go from strength to strength. So. That's brilliant. And, and we've been working with Kinetics for some time and we see that you can handle a wide diversity of clients. Some of our small businesses that are just getting their, themselves off the ground all the way through to enterprise and government. So it must be that you've got a diverse team of experts as well. What kind of staff do you have at Kinetics? Yeah, look, um, the staff is the key. I think that's the biggest thing is we we don't employ deals. Um, they just work hard. They're very, very good at what they do. Um, and, you know, one of the guys here is Tim. He's, he's our enterprise manager, takes care of our security and our platform. Um, and, you know, he, he's probably the backbone of that whole security side and, and the infrastructure. Um, Tim, I've known for 15 years or so. Um, he built one of our first um, software uh, billing systems that we did, uh, sort of a custom billing. And, and then I said, hey, mate, what are you doing out there, out west? Come and work with me <laughs> and we can grow this business together. So, yeah, um, look, as I said, people are the key. They're all top quality people. So, yeah. 
Oh, that's what we like. And I think that's a really good moment just to be able to spin across to your website and see that lovely phrase, people-powered web hosting. Uh, there's a lot of companies that are doing web hosting overseas, but understand that for both security as well as speed, there's a lot of good reasons to be doing your web hosting right here at home in Brisbane. Um, Tim, can I have a talk about that little point and ask you, first of all, how does it feel to be described as a backbone? <laughs> yeah, certainly. Um, I guess it, it sort of shows the strength of kinetics. We, um, we sort of build the, the pillars correctly to start with and sort of... Um, I guess, branch out from there. So uh, people are definitely key. And that's one of our key points of difference is, you know, you can call us and actually talk to somebody if you need somebody with technical expertise. It's not two days waiting, six weeks waiting, you know, six escalations. Um, you can actually chat to somebody that knows what they're doing and how to resolve your problem. Now, that's absolutely brilliant. And, and another question I'd have just related to that is that um, the, the idea of support, talking in layman's terms, is important for a lot of small business owners. How do you actually get that culture working so that people don't um, find that they're talking to geeks in a language they don't understand? Yeah, look, uh, it's constant training. At the end of the day, it's sort of uh, trying to train people on, I guess, the technical aspect and then the human element and trying to bridge that together um, and I, I think the team are very very good at that and that, that makes their point of difference is that they can do the technical in generally speaking you're talking to a level two tech so they can solve the problem whether it be a billing issue straight away or a technical issue uh, but more importantly you know the customers love them because they actually speak human speak it's not this tech jargon um, it's not you know all these wisdom bang technical terms that they just don't understand. I think that's the key. For many business owners who get into website hosting for the first time, one of the things that's on their mind is I've got to save money. Uh, they've just been a normal business owner trying to be careful with their pennies. But can you be too careful? Uh, we've seen incredible deals that look like it's like four or five dollars a month or sixty dollars a year. But there must be frailties there as well. You guys must come across situations where you've got to, in essence, help somebody out of situations that aren't all they're cracked up to be. Any advice for people looking at website hosting pricing? Yeah, my, um, I guess my point on that is to work in the cost of your downtime. So it's all right to say I'm paying $5 a month, the website is working. And for the most parts, all hosts do operate and do work and your website keeps going. But what's the cost of when it goes down? How long does it take? Oh, does it? Lost yep. So does it take, um, you know, two minutes to come back, two hours? Um, we've seen instances where uh, big web hosts have gone down, the great big server where they've crammed thousands of customers in, and it's taken nearly, you know, 10 days to restore that server. So if you're, able to you know have all of your emails down and websites down for you know sort of up to 10 days then obviously you can save money by going for a cheap host that's good advice what about this whole idea of speed uh, one of the things that we're conscious of as website designers as well as understanding that we want to get people's rankings up in google is that google wants fast websites how can we optimize our websites and what part does the hosting play in that so hosting plays a fairly critical part in your website performance. Everything from the speed of the network it's connected to, 
uh, where it has connectivity. So obviously being an Australian host, we sort of focus uh, very heavily on having high speed connectivity uh, across Australia. Um, then down to the next level of having high speed servers and not overloading those servers. So one of our key points of difference is we don't cram thousands of customers on servers. We try to actually go for the very, very low number sort of thing so that um, if customer websites get busy, they've got the performance there to actually handle it rather than, hey, your you know, website has become busy and suddenly your customers instead get error messages that you're over-resourced or um, it can't render the page. Tim, can you just explain that? Um, some of the people that are listening, and welcome to all of our replay listeners as well to The Morning Kick, if you're watching on YouTube or Facebook. Tim, what do you mean by there could be hundreds or thousands of users on a server? Yeah, so the, the easiest made a way to make money out of web hosting is cramming as many people in as you can. So think of it like a nightclub. If you can get, you know, if you're serving 100 customers in there in a big venue, then you've got to be charging, you know, a little bit more. But if you can cram 4,000 people in and charge an entrance fee, then suddenly you're making a lot more money. But there's no room to move. So, you know, you try and um, sort of change things and you're crammed in there with everybody else. So you're constricted by the, the other customers on that platform. And I can imagine that's going to affect the speed, um, which is going to affect the experience of your own customers on your website. Absolutely. So the, the key thing to remember with SEO is that Google is trying to show you and show you content that users want to see. So the easiest way to look at performance is that users are impatient. So therefore they want a fast website, they want it to load quickly, they don't want delays, they want it to look neat. So Google, of course, build their ranking systems around trying to provide what users are actually wanting. I think, a, Andrew, if you have delivery. a look at, sorry, Andrew, if you, if you have a look in real terms, if you have a look at a dollar factor for a business and, and you go, okay, I'm gonna spend a little bit of money overseas and it's $5 or, you know, I've got a U-Butte deal for a year's worth of hosting and it's 50 bucks or something like that. Um, you're actually going to be penalised because you are in that noisy neighbour, you're crammed in, it's low performance, it's it's all of those things that you can tick. Um, you're going to be penalised if you're doing any sort of Facebook ads. You're going to be penalised if you're going to be doing any sort of Google stuff. Um, and it's actually written in their, their training manual that if you have a slow performing website or you're, you don't have an engaging website, you will pay more for ads. So you're actually going to be paying quadruple the price for your hosting by going to that cheap host. So I think it's important that people understand that, you know, paying the additional, what amounts to be 10 to $15 a month in some cases is actually going to save them money. Um, and I think that's the key thing that from a financial point of view, I, I don't think anybody understands that or even looks at that. It's just that monthly dollar amount. Hey, look, I'm just spending money on ads. You know, so that's that's the key there. And and I think it's something that um, we can't lose sight of is that you're also paying for a quality of service. And I know that Kinetics are a company that um, prides itself on delivering great service to the customers. In fact, great to see a comment coming in here from Chris Taylor, who works with us at Excite Media. Big thanks to the Kinetics team. Love that you're always there to answer our client questions. That really has to speak volumes as well, that people are able to get in touch with a person who does know what's going on. 
Tim, when it comes to a website actually functioning, how do I choose what hosting plan that I need? There must be many choices out there. I hear these words, VPN, managed hosting. Is there some guidelines for a small business owner on what to do next, what to choose? So it's a difficult question, um, and that's generally what makes it so hard to choose. If you look at specs on paper, it's all about you know hard disk size and bandwidth, and I'll normally put you know, a big table in with 600 different items that they all include or unlimited this or 10,000 of that. Um, the reality is many sites, you know, sort of need very similar hosting, but at the same time, it's um, very easy to pick up the phone and actually talk to somebody to outline what your requirements are. A lot of the solutions are sort of more driven around the, I guess, the, the, the underlying problem themselves. So, there's basic shared hosting where you know your files and essentially just sit on a server um, all the way through to having your own virtual private server where you've got nobody else on that server but you um, and it can be then managed as well so in terms of say your WordPress your website is WordPress powered these require updates so there's a service that we provide and others provide where we'll take care of the updates for you that way your website can just keep operating in the background. So when, when we look at the options there, obviously um, there's the amount of space that I need for my website, there's the speed of delivery, and if I want a high-performing website, then maybe it's not sharing, it's actually having my own space. What about email, Jamin? There's been a lot of change in where email has gone in recent years. People that have been paying for website hosting for a number of years probably bought a package that threw email in. But now with uh, Microsoft 365 and, and Google Suite as options, are people steering away from that kind of package? Um, I guess it's twofold, yes and no. Um, you know, a lot of people want just the email hosted with their uh, their normal hosting. And, and we do that, we do that well, and we provide solutions like, you know, our, our anti-spam and that, so that it, it helps there. Um, but then again, a lot are actually saying, okay, we need a little bit more functionality at our email. So therefore they look at the options like Office 365 and G, G Suite, uh, which we, we both, both of those products we sell. Um, we're a cloud provider and we also uh, provide G Suite. Um, so, you know, it comes down to what is the, the client? What do they actually need? And we can talk to them about their requirements and say, okay, this is probably the product for you. Uh, and you will save money because it's going to be doing this, this, and this for you. Um, particularly with the latest, obviously, COVID-19, um, with all the latest teams and things like that that Microsoft are throwing in, it's been an easy one to get people into because, you know, they need that communication tool and they need that collaborative space that uh, does all of that. And then once again, G Suite as well. So, yeah. One of the things I'm conscious of is that Kinetics has been very good at sponsoring the, the web community and, and helping out with the WordPress meetups. Uh, what actually drew you into getting involved there? I, as I understand it, you're involved at the moment in sponsoring about two or three of the meetups in southeast Queensland? Yeah, well, look, we actually sponsor them nationwide. Um, so every meetup in Australia, you should be seeing the Kinetics logo. Um, so it's it just comes from, I guess, Tim and my passion to support that whole community space. Um, you know, these are some really talented people. And, you know, they're all working with WordPress. And we love WordPress. You look at 80% of the, the business 
now are developing or probably even more 90% of businesses are developing WordPress. So all new websites are generally WordPress. Um, so, you know, we've got a real passion to support these people. And by supporting these people, we're supporting their community that they're actually engaged in. And that helps them buy, you know, some pizza and a little bit of beer and that camaraderie that they get um, uh, by joining together and talking all things WordPress. So, yeah, we, we love it. We love the space. We love the people. We've met some great friends through this. And I say friends because, you know, they're just amazing people and they're there to give as much as you are as well. So anything we can do to support that, no, look, we're, we're all hands in. So we love it. So that's us. And Tim, Tim, I'll tell you too. Uh, that's a great resource for you as a small business owner. If you didn't realize that there are tools available for you to become familiar with your WordPress installation or your WordPress website. And when you log into the back of your WordPress website, it often tells you about meetups that are coming up. But if not, go to meetup.com, do a search for WordPress meetup, and you'll find them all over Australia, all over the world. So great stuff that you guys are actually supporting that. Thanks very much, guys. Uh, can we go across to security? I know that security has been a concern for a lot of people in having a website. They hear about malware, they hear about hacking. What are some of the things we can do to protect our website? And why are people trying to hack me? I'm just a small business. I'm not the bank. <laughs> yeah, certainly. So especially with, the, I guess, the heightened awareness, um, you know, just recently we've had the Prime Minister sort of talking about that there are sustained sort of cyber attacks. But I sort of say, you know, it's sort of be alert, not alarmed. You know, if you have a system connected to the internet, essentially you need to secure it. So your website is no different in that regard. One of the most critical areas of securing your website is simply keeping it up to date. So if you run Drupal or Joomla or WordPress, it's making sure that, you know, on a, on a weekly basis that you're pushing through the latest updates for the plugins for the core of WordPress and, um, you know, all the extensions depending on your platform just making sure that's keeping up to date. And the second part of that is password security. So the second area we see compromised is where generally when it's been a shared password, so you've used the same password to log into, you know, 50 different sites. One of those sites has a security compromise. That means somebody out there has a copy of that password. It means if you've used the same password in multiple sites, they can then go and log into those sites directly um, pretend to be you and do all sorts of uh, damage or bits and pieces from there. Well, Tim, uh, as you said, the Prime Minister has been talking about the situation with an actor, um, presumably being China, looking at Australia. Have you noticed in your logs or in your reports that there's definitely been an upsurge in um, any of your sites or clients being, I don't know if attacked or approached is the right way. What are you noticing at the moment? So we haven't seen any change in that. Um, we did see a change right at the start of sort of, I guess, the COVID lockdown. And there was, um, basically it's a constant threat. So, you know, we've got sort of dedicated uh, firewalls, which are systems that scan, you know, for malicious traffic and bits and pieces. So we try and drop of as much of that as possible. So we haven't seen any patterns change there, but. Things like um, when people started working from home, we saw the phishing campaign. So phishing is where they send you an email that pretends to be your bank, but in reality is they're just trying to steal your credentials. So we saw a number of, you know, 
Um, this is your IT administrator. Now that you're working from home, please enter your details in here to Goodness. log in the software at home. So it's all about, you know, the threat's always there. Um, it just evolves based on, you know, different different scenarios where they can exploit. So probably back to yeah, um, cool. your point earlier with, you know, why attack me? So the, the big thing I sort of try and describe it is that most websites, most of the hacks aren't targeted. They're simply looking for websites to compromise. So think of it like, um, you know, they've found a, weak, a weakness in, you know, a particular car manufacturer. They've just got their fake key fob. They're walking through a car park. They're just waiting for one of the lights to flash where they can hop in and drive away. They're not looking for, you know, a red model or a BMW or particular model. They're just looking for the first one that they can compromise. And I understand that um, sometimes this goes up in school holidays where it's not necessarily businesses or scammers, but just young kids playing with scripts. Is that right? To some extent, but a lot of it is organized crime. A lot of it is, you know, if you can compromise 2000 websites, then they have a dollar figure so they can be on sale to somebody else. Um, so some of it is boredom, some of it is, you know, I guess a shift in organized crime. So where it used to be the, I guess the Italian gangsters sort of style um, ruckus where they would, you know, lean on businesses for money, they can now lean on websites um, to achieve the same thing, but they don't actually physically have to be there. So they've got an infinitely scalable tool at their disposal to earn some of this money. Well, guys, uh, it's been really good to get some insights and people can find Kinetics by going to your website. And there we go, kinetics.com.au. Uh, one of the simple things that you can do if you haven't done already is simply getting your secure certificate on your website, making your website secure. Google will love you for that. And if you want to talk to the team, you'll see here, even with this fabulous photography of these handsome customer support guys, <laughs> Um, the one thing I'll do is I just want to dispel the rumor. If we just very quickly have a look at Tim's background there, it may look that he's in either the Homer Simpson control center or the Chernobyl control center, neither there. Thanks for the beauty of virtual backgrounds. I think you'd be running a, a small nuclear power station to run all those monitors, Tim. Well, I do have three or four in front of me normally, so, um, but not quite as impressive as that background. Jamin, just in, in closing, um, anything that people can do to get in touch with Kinetics, anything special happening on your side at the moment? Yeah, look, um, we, we do have a COVID relief package. Some of these small businesses are struggling. Um, reach out to us. We're here to support you. We'll, you know, we'll do some free hosting until January uh, to 2021. Um, you know, we, if you've got any other sort of um, uh, plans to scale your business and you just need to bounce some questions off it, hit the phone. The guys are there to talk. You can talk to myself personally or Tim. We're always open, um, you know, and, and that's that type of company you can talk to anybody within the company so uh, please reach out so we're here to help thanks very much and, and listen that's been the experience of excite media the fact that we can introduce our clients to the ceo and the chief engineer or enterprise manager at kinetics has really meant that there is a sense that you've been uh, dealing with trusted people so we do appreciate the relationship that we have with kinetics thanks very much guys 
Well, this has been a great edition of The Morning Kick. Good to be able to talk to the experts. And don't fall for that idea of just going for the cheap solution. Uh, when it's a pivotal part of your business, you wouldn't go for cheap electricity if the electricity kept disconnecting or you had brownouts or your computers kept failing because of the quality. So get a great web hosting team behind you. Have a look at the Kinetics website and find out more. Well, at the moment, today is the last day before the Queensland Adaption Grant opens. And so if you'd like to know more about what you can do, uh, probably the best idea I can recommend is to go to Excite Media's website and you'll see we've got that lovely green ribbon right at the top, which has a link through to our grant page. So simply clicking there and we've got all the details about the $10,000 Queensland Adaption Grant. The offers are between $2,000 and $10,000 and we've got a form that you can fill in that actually takes you through the criteria for the Adaption Grant. So it opens tomorrow, get in today make sure that you're front of the queue because the last time on round one it was quite a queue there was oversubscribed in four or five days well we hope to join you again on thursday with the morning kick we're going to be talking about small business expos and talking to paula brand uh, it's amazing these expos are a great way to get your business in front of people and there's actually some free expos we'll be talking to paula about that thursday on the morning kick look forward to seeing you then and talking more